This is the Procedures Initiative. Welcome. I'm Chris Bean, and here with me is Chris Kent. Hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, sir. Today we're going to talk about email, the dreaded delivery system that bings and bonks and ruins your day because you're you're so overwhelmed with the number of emails that you get. We're going to try to give you perhaps a protocol or two to follow that would hopefully help you to claw your way out of the email black hole that most people are living in. And unfortunately, a lot of times those emails are things that we don't necessarily care about. Yes. They exist because we allow them to. And I have, I have the perfect solution to that. So email, email, uh, you know, email perhaps once upon a time was the, was the brand new cool thing that people were doing and everybody wanted it. And when we first established email as the delivery system for inter-office personnel type uh, memos and, and conversations back and forth to people, perhaps that was beneficial and that was useful. And you could perhaps work in an environment where that is the protocol. That's you use email at work for work specific things and it is beneficial for you. And you don't send an email or get an email that isn't important to you. And if that's the case, wonderful. Your company, you, you yourself, your, your employees that work with you set that up well. Good job. Unfortunately, most people don't live in that zone. Most people live in the zone where you have 10,000 unopened emails and that red number is just there all the time, ever growing. And at some point, I would imagine it's going to go dot, dot, dot because it's going to run out of space to put numbers. Maybe that's, maybe you've gotten there. Maybe you've gotten there. To me, that is, uh, email is, is a, is a pet peeve of mine. And I, and, and I've done this for a number of years now. I do not have any unopened emails. In fact, right now, I have a total of two emails in my inbox. And I have those two emails in there for specific reasons. All of the other ones are put in a, in a folder or put somewhere else. And even in my deleted or archived, and we'll talk about perhaps a little bit of the difference between those, but in, in my deleted or archived folders, there are zero unopened emails. Every single email that I get, I open and I read and I do something with if there's something to be done with it. I even go out and subscribe to different email newsletters. That means I open myself up to get more emails than I would normally otherwise get because I, at some point, want to do a continual monthly or weekly type of email. And so I subscribe to lots of different email newsletters just to get different ideas, different different ways that people are doing it, just for ideas. And I have those and I collect those and I put those in a folder that is called Apply Newsletters. And so I have a collection of newsletters that I have gotten, that I've read through, that I, or, uh, that I organize into one folder in my email platform that's called Newsletters. So what can we do? Well, number one, you know, if, if you were, if you were, if you're one of those people, like let's say 75 to 90% of the people are that have, you know, let's say a thousand or more unopened emails, 
I would go back to every email that is, you know, last year and older and delete all of them. That sounds rough. That sounds harsh. I know. I got it. Perhaps maybe instead of delete, you archive them. Although I would argue that essentially they're the same thing. Really what you're doing is you're taking them from your inbox where they are causing you to see that number, where they're kind of of pulling your attention to, and you're putting them into a box that takes your attention away from them. Whether that's delete or archive, it doesn't, to me, that doesn't much matter. And, And I suppose it depends on what platform you're using, because sometimes if you put in delete after X number of time in the, when they're in the delete folder or, or box, then they're deleted, they're gone forever. And maybe that's too much for you. Okay, fine, then you archive them. You archive them, then they're still there. You can search them. Your email has a search. You search them. You can find them whenever you want. They're there. They didn't go away. You didn't, you didn't burn them. They're still there. Although I would argue if you haven't open those emails in a year, the chances of you getting around to them and opening them and reading them and finding some sort of usefulness out of them or, oh yeah, man, I remember it was my great grandma's birthday and they emailed me, oh, that was last year. Well, I better do it for this year. You know, <laughs> perhaps that time has passed and, and let that time pass and be done with it and, and move on. Focus on the emails that you got this current year. So what's the what's the benefit to archiving or deleting rather than just, I mean, like I, I personally, I, I will go into my email. I will read the email. So it's not, not, not physically read. I don't read every word of the email, but I go in there I click on it. So it's no longer highlighted and doesn't show up as notification and I just leave it. So my inbox has all the emails in it, but they're all read. And that to me is enough because I don't have that notification about it. And if I really care about it, then I'll spend time reading it or doing something with it. But what is the benefit to moving it somewhere else, do you think, rather than just, um, quote-unquote, reading it or just you know marking it as seen? Yeah, so for me, when I go to my inbox, if I have emails in my inbox, I know that they are there because I'm waiting on a package, they're there because I am waiting for correspondence or or a email back from that person to have an interview or whatever. Essentially, I use my inbox as a active list. And so if I go to my email inbox and there's, you know, 9 million emails in there, then there I I am under the impression that I am actively needing to do something with them. For me, once that action is done with them, then I move them to archive or 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 delete I I on most of my emails I do archive. There are a few different email inboxes that I have that are set to delete for specific reasons, but, and I'll talk about, I have a a handful of different emails. I'll talk about that in a minute, but I use my inbox and all of my emails go to one inbox. I use that as my, you know, my sort of say marching orders or my actions that need to be taken on those on, on those emails. And so for me, if I have a zeroed out inbox, if there's nothing in my inbox, that I know all the actions that, you know, perhaps people are waiting for me to get back to them or to do something with are done. For for example, I had this week, I had somebody email me that wanted a, a letter of recommendation. I got the email on Monday. 
I did the letter of recommendation, handed it to them on Tuesday. Then I closed out that email, put it in archive. That task, that that process for me was done, and it's not in my inbox. So I use my inbox sort of like a task area, but also because I, I have you know, if, if I'm waiting for something to come in the mail and if it's a, if it's like an Amazon package, I don't, I don't necessarily leave those in there, but if it's a, a package that I'm waiting for, for a, a different company, then I'll leave it in there until I receive that item. Then once I receive it, then it's done. So it, maybe that's like a, it's a task list, but it's a, it's an active, it's a, it's a action needed type of list. Does that, does that make sense? Yes, sir. Yeah. And and I have a similar process, but different. In that case, I would leave that email as unread so that I would still have a notification about it. And there'd be, you know, a red three on my phone. I'd open up my email and say, okay, here's the ticket for this event, or here's a receipt for this package that's coming, or here's someone that wants to set up an interview. And those red that, that, that notification, the things that are unread is my task list of like, Hey, okay, I need to do this. When it's done, I would mark it as read. The notification would go away and then I'd move on to the next thing, whatever it is. So similar, but different in the sense that I like to have that unread or I want to, I want to have that notification saying, Hey, you gotta do this thing or Hey, and for you, that is just your, your, something in your inbox as opposed to my inbox being full and then certain things being highlighted within that inbox. So I guess for me to, to clarify my answer, I just tried to unclutter isn't the right word, but, but to un, for lack of a better term to unclutter my inbox. Yeah, if cl- it's something clean it in out, there. Yeah. yeah. So if it's something in there that I know, so I guess my question to you is if you have email that you got four days ago, and you left it as unread, but then you got three or four or five, eight, ten more emails in since then, and you've marked them as read, is that unread email somewhere down in the in the shoot, or is it still at the top? No, it's it's wherever it came in. I might have to scroll to get to it, or I put the is unread filter on, and then I can see the ones that are unread. I suppose if you just you 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 could get to my type of inbox if you just said if you left that filter on. Yes. And essentially, we would sure. have the same. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But the inbox would still be full of emails. Sure. Be, would and that would just that would turn into basically your archive at that point. Right. And you also mentioned that you have uh, newsletters, subscriptions to newsletters. But I'm wondering if, and I mentioned it too at the beginning, but do you get twelve different people of things that you've purchased previously, or things you've checked out, or places you've been that have somehow whether you meant to or not, gotten your email and send you emails all the time about things you don't necessarily care about? Absolutely. And I have two I have two ways to deal with that. My standard way and, and everybody's standard way should be when you get an email that is a a unsubscribed, unsolicited, unwanted email, understand that you very likely will get many more of those. And and almost all, if not all in, in fact I think I think you have to do this. Like it's a, it's a, I don't know, maybe not law, but it's something you have to do. You have to put the unsubscribed section on the bottom of your email. And so if you get an email that you don't want, you scroll to the bottom and hit unsubscribe. Aren't you worried you're going to miss something from them? No. Well, like for example, we, we both drink from Ember mugs, not a sponsor. And 
I'm subscribed to their emails because I want to know if something cool comes out. Aren't you afraid you might miss something cool or noteworthy? To, to be fair, that is one of the few um, what, company emails that's not a standard newsletter that I keep in there oh, because okay. I am I am also, uh, I want to be on that cusp and so, I don't have any social media or anything like that. So if I if they put it up on there, I'm not going to see it because I, I, I would miss out on that. But I guess in that case, then it's not an unsolicited or unwanted thing. It, you want those emails because you want to know something comes out. So yes. you wouldn't necessarily want to unsubscribe from that because it's something you sought out Yes, to get that. I and see. so there's, it doesn't really fall in the same category there. Yes. And there's, there's two ways to go about this. And so one way you could do is if you're going to delete all of last year's email and, and older or archive all of last year's email and older, then you wait till you get those emails. Okay. I don't really want this anymore. I, I, I I'm not going to buy anything from these guys. Unsubscribe. That would be one way to do it. Or if, you know, it might take, not it might, it will take some time, but you go through your email, you search for the word subscription or you search for the word offer or search for the word free. And all of those type of emails will come up because those are the keywords that they use. Then from that list, you unsubscribe from there. And depending on your email provider, the, the platform that you use, you might have built into that email, unsubscribe at the top. I know I use the Apple built-in mail client. And lots of times, if it's one of those type of emails, they'll have the unsubscribe area at the top. I click on that, boom, and it does its, does its work. So that's one way to do that. The other way that I'm doing now that I didn't know about before, I just it wasn't around, is I have all Apple products. And on Apple, there's a option when you fill in your email to, it's called hide my email. And what that does is it puts in a weird generic random email in the box instead of you typing your own personal email it puts that weird email in the box then apple will forward that email to your inbox so the company whatever company is doesn't actually have your email they have that weird email that apple set up for you that forwards to your inbox and then when the time comes you want to stop that then you tell apple i don't want those emails anymore and they turn off that email then they cannot email you anymore because that company never had your actual email address and you 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 closed out the account on that old on that you know fake quote unquote the apple created email for you that's my new way to do it which i, I like that much better uh, than otherwise and then they're not also sending your email or selling your email to other people because that's the concern right because you know the the sheer number of companies that have that as a as their business model. They collect emails and they sell those from other people for profit, and that's a whole business that people do. And you know the the fact that probably almost everybody, if not everybody's email, is on that list somewhere that's getting sold and tossed back and forth to people. You know, to alleviate that as an option, Apple has the hide my email function. And I use that a lot. I don't, uh, I used to be an Android user. I don't, to my knowledge, they don't have, Google doesn't have something like that. Maybe they do. Uh, maybe there's another service that you, excuse me, that you could get that would kind of work the same way. Um, but for Apple users, you can, if, when it comes time to put in your email, just it, it'll, it, where you type up, where the keyboard comes up on the top there, it says, hide my email. Click on that. It puts in some other email. And then Apple knows if that email gets a, if that inbox gets an email, it forwards it to you. 
And then when the time comes, you want to turn it off, you turn it off. Nobody has your actual email, which is, I mean, yeah, that's, that's definitely the way I do things now. So in, I mean, there are a few things if, 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 you know, if I wanted to or whatever, if it, if I believe enough in the company or if I, whatever it is, I'll put my actual email in, but nine times out of 10, I'll, I'll, I'll use hide my email. So other than business, which you can get to in, in a little bit here, I mean, how often do you actually use your email or how often is your email utilized? Or let's just say how many times do you open your email a day? So I have my email not, um, what is it? Was it, it's, a. I forget what the, what it's called, where it gives me, it just gives me the notifications. It gives me a morning report and an evening report. So I have them all collect in the morning time. I'll get a selection of emails in my, in a notification. And then at the ending of the day, the evening time, I'll get another notification that has my evening report. And so it collects all the emails from the end of the day and then the beginning of the day. And I don't have it beep or bonk or buzz or do any of that stuff throughout the day because I mean the sheer number of people of, of emails that people get throughout the day, your your devices are going crazy. Let's say you get, you know, one every hour. Well that's I mean that's enough already, but fractionally it's more than one every hour. So I I have it just separate those out. And then that gives me an opportunity in the morning to Okay, go through, do something with these emails. Okay, get them out, gone. In the evening time, do something with these emails and get them done. And I can schedule the time that I, I want that. Scheduled summary, I think is what the actual term for that is. Um, sometimes throughout the day, if, if you know, on lunchtime, if I have an opportunity, I will go to my email and check to make sure that there isn't any anything pressing that I need to do for lunchtime. And then I go on. But most of the time, it's in the evening and it's in the morning and I have the notifications turned off for that until those times throughout the day. So you really don't interact with it much. Maybe if you're waiting for something or you're, you know, in the middle of a correspondence with someone, you might check it more often. But yes. other than that, you pretty much just do it twice a day. Yeah, and, and I would say, you know, let's say on an average day, I get something like seven emails. That's just personally, your personal email. Uh, no, so, so we have an email for this podcast. We have an email for the Martial Arts Teaching Tactics podcast, our, our previous project that we run. I have an email for an upcoming podcast that I will be a part of, and then I have my personal email. So I have four emails. And across those four emails, I get about seven emails a day. That's it. And so that, I mean, I, maybe on some days, you know, on, on the weekends or on Fridays, because that's when a lot of, the, lots of times the newsletters come in. Those are a little bit higher days, but on, on a standard weekday, it's about seven. And that number probably seems low, and it is low because I don't have any, any social media. So I'm not getting an email sometime, you know, when, when somebody friend requests me or, or, or any of that stuff. Um, I, I'm not getting the advertisements for lots of different companies. Yeah, we have the Ember one, but what that's once a, a maybe two times a month. You know, it's, it's not, it's not very, standardized it's not regular and it's not you know multiple times a week like lots of advertising advertisements are so that's i mean that's i don't i don't get very many emails how many emails would you say you get in a day like nine or ten nine or ten okay so that's not too bad that's not too bad i, I but there's there's uh, i use the uh, google gmail mm-hmm. 
and the way they, they categorize something, you know, they have like important or promotions or social. I don't get notifications about promotions or social. I have the primary or the important notifications on, but the other stuff just goes into a folder that I can view later. So I'm not getting notifications for every single email I get. So it might even be more than that, but so the way that Google does that, the Google Google sees that it's an email that's about, you know, from Twitter or Instagram or, or, or some sort of social media. And so it just puts it in that folder by default. Is that how that works? Oh, I don't I don't know how it works. Oh, okay. But you don't I don't know. It's not something you have to do. It it does it automatically. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Right, so that would be that would be a good way to do it, I suppose. You know, you you have your, not, yeah. I don't even know what emails I'm getting until I open it up and look at it. So you have your email service provider just already select the you know uh, chunk down your your inbox from the get go, and then you don't have to deal with that. It just it does it for you. All those socials go to one because I would imagine socials are probably the big part of what people are getting emails about. I most of my emails are promotions. From companies that I've bought things or signed up for things before, and they're sending me emails that I haven't unsubscribed from because I feel like I'm going to miss something if I don't get their emails. And do you have a time that you go back through those promotions and you look at those? Um, no. I mean, I'll go read them, but I'm not like checking through them. I usually what I do is I let the emails pile up and then I, you know, once a day or once every other day, I'll go read them and leave the ones I'm read I want to get back to or Mark has read the ones that I don't really care about. And that's when I'll kind of look through everything. Sure. Okay. So, you know, I might have 50 emails or 72 emails by the time I go back and look through them. After a day? Well, not for that's like maybe three. Oh, 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 okay. Three or four days or something there. But, I, I you know, I just did. Uh, email's never been a primary mode of communication necessarily it's more just a it's where businesses send stuff that want to sell you things yeah like advertisement or or just like i don't know just it, it's almost like not important to me i sure it's not like i am living or dying by my email i have it because i i feel like you need to have one especially to sign up for things here and there but well that's I, so yeah, they can i just sell your email later on yeah that's sure <laughs> So I guess for me, on on that note, I I guess I don't want to feel like I'm missing out on an email. There are a handful, you know, let's say over the course of a month, there might be three or four emails that are actually important that I need to follow up on, that I need to respond back to, or, you know, factually give me something that I have to do. You know, if I get a a newsletter, okay, I read through those and I put those in in a box, if I get a, you know, hey, we shipped your product. Okay, great. I, I wait for that product. Okay, then I put it away. The majority of times I'm getting emails that are like, hey, you know, this is important. You have to do something with this. Are actually fairly low. I Perhaps that's how I function. That's how I, I have things set up for my life. Maybe more people have, you know, actual frequent correspondence that you're doing with emails or are not living or dying by your email, but you know, are more the emails a more important part for their for their day. I know tons of people that, you know, hey, did you see that email I sent you? And I, I for me, I see email as something that I do something with. I don't I don't have a, you know, gigantic list of unopened emails. I just I feel like I would be, you know, crushed under the the 
increasing weight of those, you know, just one more and I'm going to topple over type of thing. Um, so when I email somebody something, I sometimes presume, I often presume that they're not going to do anything with it because they're, they're it's not there. And so if that's the case, I will. And even, even for, uh, for work, most of the time if we send an email, we send a text message that's associated with that email. Hey, we just sent you, uh, you know, in the, in the text message, we'll say, Hey, we just sent you a, a email. Make sure you go and check that out. And I, you know, now I feel like in this day and age that you almost have to have some sort of follow-up. Hey, I just sent you an email. Be on the lookout for that. Like, check this, you know, otherwise it will get lost in the shuffle. It, you know, you won't do anything with, which is, which is hard, which is, you know, sad, I guess. Um, I know I've given a few gift cards out and I'll have it just scheduled and send to that person's email. I have to, I have to make sure that I contact that person, you know, right after that day, if not on that day, because I want to make sure that that, you know, that gift card that I spent money for that they're going to like see and actually find and, 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 and use. Otherwise, you know, I just might as well not giving them a gift card, spent that money on myself instead. So yeah, email is tough. Email is tough. It does seem now in this day and age that email is almost specifically there, at least as as it relates to us. Email is almost specifically there just for companies to say, hey, buy this, hey, buy this, hey, buy this, hey, buy. And to be fair, I have most of those turned off. Yeah. And I, you know, not that email is useless. In fact, the most, the time I, I most use email is for work. And I feel like maybe email is a, a, very useful business tool and maybe not so much as a personal tool. And like you said, maybe in our, in our lives or in our instances, it's, it's, that's the case, but you know, we're talking about our personal emails, but shifting over to business, you know, I, I, my business email or the business email that I, I manage is much more similar to the way that you manage your personal email in the sense that an email comes in, I read it. If I need to do something with it, I'll do something with it. If there's something I need to do with it that I can't do at that moment, I leave it in my inbox so I can return to it or I know that I need to do that thing later. If I don't need to do anything with it or I'm done with whatever I need to do with it, I'll move it to a specific folder. So this is this type of email. It's a, let's say, you know, it's a, a report. I move that report to the report file folder. If it's a, a notification about a text message, I move that to the text message folder. If it's a, 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 a voicemail because we get emails from our voicemail i move that to the voicemail folder you know if it's a sale i move it to the like once i'm done with it i put it into a folder that way it's not gone i didn't delete it if i need to go back to that email for whatever reason i can go back to it but then it's out of my inbox and so similar to the way you use your email if it's in my inbox i need to do something with it if it's not in my inbox it's done it's 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 taken care of so if my inbox is empty I don't need to follow up on any emails. I tried to do for a while for the business email automatic filters. So if it came from such and such an email, it would automatically go in this place. But then again, I felt like I was missing things because I'd have to intentionally go out and seek the folder of whatever the email was to see what was in there. But the inbox, it's all in one place. And then I can decide where it goes once I'm done with it. And I find that way to be a little bit better. I feel like I have a little more control over where those emails go. So, I mean, even just as we're sitting talking about this, maybe I should start doing that to my personal email as well because it works very good for the business email 
And then I also know that I've interacted with who I need to interact with and taken care of what I need to take care of. Not that I get as many emails personally as I do for business, but that's definitely, I think, a, a an important way or a useful way to kind of manage those business emails, which uh, I think is probably one of the primary functions of email in my life is to deal with businessy or business-related things when it's not a company messaging you about their new products or or telling you about how they're saving the world in X, Y, or Z way. So, you know, everything that you said about your personal email, I have a similar type system for a business email. I just don't do it for my own personal email. So we have multiple email, multiple emails. How many, how many emails do you have personally? I have a personal email. Just one? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. And then you have one work email? Yes, sir. Okay, and... And then I, I have access to our two podcast emails, but right, okay. I don't, you typically I do. look at those. I don't, I have those, they're, they're, they're both, those are also Gmail accounts. I have them on my Gmail app, but I have them turned off, which means I don't see the emails that come in from, if I want to see an email for this podcast, I'd have to go to manage accounts, turn on the procedures initiative account to go look at it. So on my personal, like on my phone, I'm getting emails for me personally, Mr. Kent, but I have the option to go look at prestigious initiative emails or the martial arts teaching tactics emails. And I can go to those and look at if I want to, but I only have active on my phone at any given time, really pretty much one email mine, or if I want to go look at, you know, if we're, we're interacting with someone we want to work with for the podcast, I'll go turn on the email so I can interact with it and then I'll go turn it off and then go back to my email. So they're on there, but really it's just mine. If that makes sense. I see. Yeah, I have, so I have all of my emails. They're all in my email client individually. And then I have one inbox that actually is everything. And that inbox that's everything is where I kind of not live my life at, but that's where I go to, to, to see those. And then, you know, when I'm in there, email wasn't life or death for you. Yeah, it's not. But, uh, when I go to check my email, I check it from the inbox, which is the inbox for all of my emails. Does it, does it tell you which one it's sent to? That's a good question. Like if you look at it, do you know if it went to you, Mr. Bean or to us at the Procedures initiative? Well, I'm going to check right now. Live. Live, yeah. Real time. Real time. Email check. The hard part is I'm in a focus mode right now, so I have it. Okay, here we go. Yeah, so I see the email. Yeah, so right at the top it says, you know, the the two line or, or like the uh, the byline, like who, who mm-hmm. sent it to me. Mm-hmm. And then underneath it, it says two, and I can see who who sent it to us or to, to what email it was sent to. I suppose that could be bigger, but I mean, it's there. I can see that, you know, this one's for me, this one's for the prestigious initiative, this one is for, you know, whatever. I can tell right in there what area they, uh, you know, where, where it was sent to. Um, and for me, I I suppose I could have them all in their own individuals and check their all in, own individuals, but that's more work. If I can have it all sent to one, then I just check it to one. I know, you know, an email... Uh, protocol that we use for work is RAD, which is read, archive, and delegate. So 
Basically, that means you read it. You do something with it right now. You archive it if it doesn't need anything done with it or you're done with it, or you delegate it to whoever it needs to be delegated to. And one, you know, extra piece to that that doesn't isn't necessarily part of the acronym is snooze. And so let's say you have an email, you needed to have a correspondence with this person, so you sent them, you know, your bit of the conversation. Then you're waiting for them to, to waiting for you know, response for them. That would be an opportunity that perhaps you would snooze that email. And maybe you would snooze it for a day or a week or depending on, you know, the timeline and when you're waiting to hear back from them. What that would do is that would remove it from your inbox. So, you know, if that's the one email that you're waiting to hear back from, it would be snooze, it'd be hidden until they respond back to you or until that time is up, then it comes back. And the benefit to that is then, you know, it's not there in your inbox. It's not calling your attention because it's, it's, it's free and clear. It doesn't, it doesn't need anything else from you. Your part's done. You're waiting to hear back from them. Another snooze um, instance would be if you delegate it to somebody. Okay. I delegated this to, to John. Okay, great. I did it. I gave it to John. I want to be a part of it. I'm going to snooze it. I'll, you know, I'll check back on it in a week. Okay, great. Then after that week, time is up. It comes back. It dings like it's a. It's like it's a new email. Okay, great. I'll see John. Oh, John's already conver- had the conversation back and forth with this person two or three times. Good or not, then I can go and check in with John. Hey, John, what's going on with this? With with, with Sally, I, you I gave you this email. Did you follow it up with them? What you know? What's the deal? What's going on? Um, and I think perhaps that is a specific to work type function. The snooze. I don't know that personally the snooze is is very beneficial. I I haven't used the snooze in my own personal inbox. I I use read and I archive and um, I don't even know that I have used delegate in my own personal. Who am I going to delegate it to? I guess my 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 future self. Uh, you know, if it's if it's an email for us here for the podcast, maybe I'll delegate it to you. But I. It's it, you have the same inbox that I have, so at that point I just say, "Hey, there's an email in this inbox. Can we, you know, what do you think for this or whatever?" Um, not necessarily delegating, but it's then it's it's part of the prestigious initiative team's response to that to that individual or those people or whatever it is. Um, so for a personal email, read archive, raw <laughs> would be this, which doesn't sound as cool as rad, um, but you know, delegate perhaps isn't something that personally you would do. Can you see, can you think of an instance where delegate would be a personal, you know, responsibility to, to do? No, I, I mean, like you said, maybe just leave it in there and then, you know, your future self deals with it later, but it's not like you're delegating someone else to do it unless, you know, an email comes to you and somehow it's related to someone else. You need to send them that email or contact them. You're not, I suppose if I'm fan, if I'm planning a family reunion, then, you know, maybe delegate would be part of that. And, and you know, if for me, I think if that's going to be the case, I would be more apt to use a project for that type of instance and have that email linked to the project because then it's multiple tasks that are in one. And to me, that's a project, not necessarily a one-time email that that's then done. Maybe that's, maybe I'm thinking too much of that, but. Uh, well, like you said, maybe it just doesn't happen much in your personal. It doesn't happen for me at all. So. Inbox. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So 
I mean, after sitting down and talking about this, I think if we were to put it into simple terms, organize your inbox, manage your emails, declutter or clean up your inbox. And that's going to be a great way to not let those emails control you, but to kind of take control of them, you know, have a, have a system in place where you can read and get rid of or read and archive or have a system in place that lets you know what you need to do with certain emails or unsubscribe from emails you don't want to get or don't care about. Uh, try to hide your email if you can so that you're not putting your information out there for people to use and, and then sell to other people and, you know, just, just manage, organize, clean and, uh, you know, kind of take control of your inbox rather than letting it control you. I mean, would you, would you have anything else to add in, in simple terms? I know we just talked about it for 30 minutes here, but basically it sounds as sim- not simple, but that's kind of what it boils down to is just managing and organizing the emails you're receiving. Yeah. You don't understand that each time you give out your email, you're going to very likely get at least one email back from them. Specifically, if it's a, if it's a company that has products to sell, they're going to they're going to, and that's what their that's what their job is to sell you products. So they're going to give you all the all the information, all the new, all the all the deals, all that all that stuff, so that you buy stuff from them. So every time you put your email somewhere, you're going to get emails back, and, and in fact, tenfold probably the emails that that you know from that one time. Understand that managing your email inbox is a is a ongoing, ever increasing in this day and age effort. It's not going to go away. It's not going to be done. It's not something, you know, oh man, I'm not going to touch my email for this week. Okay, fine. But you're going to, you know, sort of say pay the price for that after a week when you do go back. So for me, I, I, I may, I don't know, whatever you want to call me. I, I, I keep my emails done. I don't, I don't want emails in my inbox unless they need to be there for a necessary reason. I don't want any unread emails. That's that's my protocol for for emails. And again, I've I've done that for years now. And my I, I talk to people and they think I'm weird because I don't have any unopened emails. Okay, well, if it's an email somebody sent to you, you, you probably should do something with it. Read it or or archive it or delete it or whatever, do something with it. Somebody sent that to you. You know, perhaps you got notification via email that your your license for your car is going to expire. And that was for whatever reason, the only way that they responded or that, you know, that they notified you of that. You didn't know any other way. And if your email inbox is, is, you know, 8,000 emails, that's going to fall through the cracks. You're not even going to know that that happened. Then you're going to be driving along. Boop. Okay. You got a ticket. Wow, man, I didn't even know. Well, it says here, the the state sent you an email. I don't check my email. Who does that? Well, maybe you should start because then you don't have to pay for that fine. I, again, that's a that's a a weird instance, but you know, just do something with your email. Don't let it pile up. You know, if somebody understand that the reason you're getting those emails is because you gave people your email address, and basically what that means is you're saying, "Hey, give me some emails." Yeah, you know what? Bring them on. Give me some emails. I'm okay with that. That's what you're doing. That, that, you know, as weird as it is, it's like you know the um, the vampire can't enter your home unless you invite it in, and so you are inviting the 
every whoever to send you emails. You're inviting them into your inbox. So just be careful about who you invite into your inbox and do something with those. Don't let them stack and pile up. You know, if your protocol is to put them in a folder, all the socials go here, all the advertisements go here. Great, that's fine. Understand then is your your inbox is the necessary important things. And then on a later day, if you wanted to go back through all those prom- promotions or those social whatever, okay, great, you have those. If you get them all in your inbox and you archive them, you have them. You can still search for them. They're not they're not gone forever. They're not deleted. They're still there. And even most of the time you put them in trash, unless you have some sort of system set up that deletes them after a certain time, they'll still be there. You can search them. They'll always be there. So uh, yeah, just manage your email. <laughs> Basically understand emails there. It's, it's a necessity that it's not going to go away, but do something with them. Don't let them pile up. Don't let them stack up. I think that's a, that's a good ending spot here. Yes, sir. Okay, good, good. Well, Thanks for joining us. Until next time. Oh, you got something? Well, I assume, as probably everyone else does, you're still reading. I am. I Sorry, am. you're still studying Jordan Peterson's Maps of Meaning. I am still studying Jordan Peterson's Maps of Meaning. I guess, uh, you know, I am on 200, page 200 or something, which is just about halfway. I have found via YouTube, he has all of the lectures up for that class that he taught. And I think there's 12 videos that are two and a half hours each. And so I have started to, to when I can, go through and, and listen to his lecture on the book. I wish I, I, I should have known that he had those up there. I should have done that from the beginning, but I started now halfway through. So not that I'm going to stop studying the book and going through and, and do the lectures. I'm going to try to do both of them until I'm caught up with lectures where he's at. And then I can kind of you know, stone go uh, with it. Then I can go with it. Yeah, I was gonna say stone step, but that's not a term that people use. I can I can be in sync with the lecture and with the reading, uh, which of course would be ideal. At some point I'm sure that will happen. Um so not to say that I'm gonna go any faster or slower now, but I'm I am still going. I'm uh, halfway ish, close close to halfway done with that with that book. Um increasingly in, increasingly more insightful information is coming. I really like the the myths that he is presenting, most of which are are brand new to me. And then not just the myth that is, is interesting or the stories that are going there, but the concepts, the reasons why lots of these are similar or the reasons why, you know, this character, you know, the 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 Mother Earth or the, you know, all the the chaos, the the un uncertainty, the un you know, the unknown um versus the known. All of these are are basic stories that are everywhere in, in, you know, from whatever show you're watching or movie, they're all there. There's in different, different amounts and different, you know, the stories tweaked a little bit different, but essentially that's, you know, these core story fundamentals that he's talking about. And then extrapolating out via the myths and legends that were talked about for so long, the oral traditions. And so learning about those is really fascinating, but then piecing together the information of why they're there and what benefit they had for that culture or what importance that holds to us now is, is very interesting. So it's not, you know, I'm not, I'm not burning through this. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not like, Oh man, I'm so, no, I'm, learning more and more each time. And now that I can 
kind of linked that with lectures that he's giving on that class. I told, I told my wife that, uh, over the weekend, I, I said, Oh man, I found, I found the actual course that he taught on this. And she, she looked at me like I was crazy. She said, you know, you're not getting a grade on this. I said, yes, I know. I know. But I want to learn this stuff. And the, the fact that he has lectures on it, that means I can learn that much more. You know, the, the book is written in such a, such a high level and I'm not, intellectually that high yet. Anyways, I appreciate the fact that he has those lectures there because of course that's going to give him an opportunity to break it down or for me to at the very least hear the information again verbally as opposed to just reading, which is another, you know, avenue of approach to me learning that information. So yes, to answer your question, I am still studying Jordan Peterson's Maps of Meaning, and now I am accompanying that with the lectures that he has up on on YouTube as a welcomed bonus for that information. Yes, sir. So, as I was saying, thanks for joining us. Until next time, take initiative. <laughs>